What's Appalachian? How many did Dee Dee catch? He catched two. I caught one bluegill, and then when I we ran out of worms, Dee Dee hit the corner with a white spinner bait and caught one bass, didn't he? I caught one tree. Yeah, and I <laughs> caught one tree, too. <laughs> Welcome back to What's Appalachian. This is Gabe Roush with Cody Greathouse and Carson David Roush. Carson David Roush. We got Big Kid with us today. So uh, thanks for joining us again today, guys. Yeah, guys. It's been a it's been a nice Sunday uh, for us. Uh, I know we've been kind of off the air for uh, a, a couple weeks just with work and everything like that. But uh, we decided to come out and enjoy uh, the great outdoors with uh, Carson here and decided to record an episode yeah so Gabe tell them uh, tell them where we're at we are in the back side of West Columbia West Virginia I know you don't know where that's at I wouldn't expect anybody to but, no, I wouldn't uh, either yeah <laughs> unless <laughs> we, they're we, local yeah unless they're local but it's, it's in the middle of nowhere uh, we're at a, a close friend of mine uh, he, his family has some property here and they have a little lake we've been fishing with with Carson have you had fun today fishing, Carson? Mm-hmm. I ran fish? out of worms. Oh, yeah, we, we, we ran, ran out of worms. worms How many we? fish did you catch today? I caught four. I, I mean, I caught four and five. Yeah, you, you got five. You got five fish today, didn't you? I got four and five. What kind of fish did you catch? I caught five. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah but what, what kind? kind? Um, um, blue. Bluegill. Bluegill. Here, sit down here, buddy. Sit down here. So, Carson caught five bluegill. How many did Dee Dee catch? He catched two. I caught one bluegill, and then when I... we ran out of worms, Dee Dee hit the corner with a white spinner bait and caught one bass, didn't he? I caught one tree. Yeah, and I caught <laughs> one tree, too. <laughs> Threw the bait up into a tree, huh? Yeah, Dee Dee, uh, Dee, Dee caught one tree, huh? No. That, that was good stuff. It was, was good. Yeah. Uh, I hope you got a picture of that. I oh, I, I did. I figured. I did. That'll yeah. be posted to make fun of you. I can't wait. Um, I didn't catch anything, technically. Oh. I mean, Carson literally caught five in the first hour we were here. So. Well, he set the hook by himself on a couple of those, you know. Like three of the four. Yeah, or three of the, the five. majority of them he did. Yeah. He reeled him in like a big boy. No, he did. He did. He, he He's done really well. But, no, we, we just decided to spend the... Spend a nice Sunday afternoon just out fishing with just uh, the guys. Just the guys. A, a little boys trip here. Okay, and Lizzie have the girls at home, and the boys came out together to hang out. Brought a couple beers and brought Carson a couple orange pops, and we're out here together just hanging out. Yeah, I, and I mean, I know fishing trips aren't uniquely Appalachian, obviously, because oh, yeah, I mean definitely. that's just not something. But. Uh, at the same time, it, it does bring back a lot of memories from my childhood. It really does, and we've we've sat and talked a lot about uh, about the memories we have just just growing up and fishing and things like that. It's it's kind of funny to to sit and talk about these times, you know. Just when Gabe and I were sitting here hanging out, you know, just thinking back on when Dad would take me out fishing, and, you know, I told Gabe and them right at the beginning, you know, we never, <clears throat> I'd never really fished a lot with just a bobber and a worm it just never really happened a lot we were just always on a boat at a lake somewhere and we'd always you know have the artificial worms and cast out reel it in and things like that it really really wasn't a lot of time to just sit and watch a bobber float in the water but it's fun though 
Yeah, it is fun. It is fun. I mean, I, I was more of a riverbank river fisherman growing up. Yeah, I mean, just with my with my pawpaws and and my dad and stuff. I mean, yeah, that that's more of a trout fisherman. But my pawpaws, like it was fishing along the Ohio River. Yeah, and I mean, here we are at a, a, a small lake here, local. But I mean, it's. It's all about what you make of it. It really is. It really is. And I think that's what we've made of today. You know, I, just talking to Gabe and watching Carson and, you know, Carson has remained focused the entire time. <laughs> Which is shocking. I know. That's he, what I'm he's saying. An, he's an energetic four-year-old. He was just, you know what I mean? Kind of let down whenever uh, we ran out of uh, worms, but <laughs> we, we failed to mention that uh, Carson set a few worms free in the water. Yeah, he was like, hey, let's feed the uh, fishies. Yep. So we lost a couple worms along the way, but you know he's he's been locked in, you know, and all about it. Yeah, the entire time. Yeah. You know, now we sit and just you know, it's beautiful out here in West Columbia. I mean, uh, a lot of people have no idea where it's at or it's, whatever, but you know, just looking out, it's just the lake. It looks like glass. You know, yeah. it's just it's uh looks like a bob ross painting it, it really does a lot of happy little trees a lot of happy little trees a happy little kid yeah just just running around playing and, and enjoying it i mean i i can't thank my buddy cadrick enough for letting us come out um which is funny because like i grew up out here too yeah. man like the, his it, this property has been in his, in his family for a long while yeah and uh just being able to come out here like as an adult and bring my boy when I've been out here when yeah. I was his age, yeah, like th- th- that's always cool, and, yeah, and, and that's the best part. Oh, I agree, I agree, and just watching him catching fish and and us throwing things, you know, him casting and reeling it in himself and everything like that. It's just been, it's been great watching him peel on trees and, <laughs> and toot and toot. <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah, yeah pee pee. Got your undies in a bunch there, kiddo. Yeah. I'll give you a hand there, bud. But no, no, it, it, it's awesome to, to be able to come out here. I, I appreciate that out of Cadrick for letting us come out and hang out for a while and and whatnot. And, I mean, Carson's literally caught his first, like, on his own first five fish. Yeah. Like, he set the hook on all of them. Well, I, I, at least three of the five. But I think it's I, one of those I, things I, I give that, him credit for all five. Oh, yeah, but I, I think it's one of those things now, you know, um... Even if you've gotten older and you you don't like fishing or you, or you don't like being you know an outdoorsman whatever like I think yeah. everybody can tie into the fact that at one point their childhood was associated with fishing at some point yeah yeah especially um, within Appalachia and maybe sure. not a lot of people uh, but you know my dad he he fishes all the time but you know he asks me all the time to go and I, I'm just not a big outdoorsman just you know just like you I, we just not big outdoorsman but not in terms of fishing hunting right but coming out here today and just hanging out and having a couple brewskis and yeah bringing him and seeing the joy and seeing the joy in his face to to bring in a bluegill and it makes you want to be a an outdoors it does here's another hobby for gabe and i to get into yeah can't wait to add this to the repertoire yeah uh, but it, it it's it's been fun man it has and, been and we you know we got on a good talk earlier you know before we turned on the recorder you know about times we've spent fishing or or hunting or something like that out in the woods just yeah you know um talked about killing our first deer earlier and and yeah 
you know, those are things you'll just always remember with your dad. I, you know, I, I still hunt when I do hunt. I still hunt on the same property that I killed my first deer at, and and anytime I drive by the the tree that my first stand was in, you know, I, you can't help but think about, you know, I was with my dad at that time, and uh, that's something that you know you'll never forget. Yeah. And plus, you know, I, I had that mounted. I, my first deer was a, I think it was like an eight point or something like that with yeah. a with a rifle, but. It first was, year? Uh, yeah. Damn, man. Yeah. Did I, I could have done Yeah. And it was fun, though, because Dad was there. We had a buddy stand, and we both were sitting up there. And, you know, me being a kid, I was asleep in the stand. And mm-hmm. I remember Dad nudging me awake and pulled up the rifle and shot it. And we went and, you know, got it. And I got to, you know, Dad kind of taught me how to gut it and yeah. things like that. It's just... You know, those experiences you'll you'll never forget, regardless whether you do it every year or not. You're mm-hmm. never going to forget your first experience in the outdoors. And Definitely in that regard. I mean, yeah. I, I remember my first, the, the first year that I had killed. I mean, I remember it, my it first was, beer. My first beer. <laughs> I remember that too, but. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, daddy's a loser, I know. Right. Uh, but, but, but uh, I mean, it was me with my dad. I mean, we were on, on my family's property of. A modest eight acres and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was literally me shooting with a or hunting with a, a four ten shotgun. Yeah, just shooting a slug. Yeah, I mean, which that's I mean that's might as well. It's what a step above a twenty two. Yeah, <laughs> For, I yeah. Mean, in terms of kids shooting, yeah, you know right, what I mean. Yeah. I mean, and then just the excitement that I had when I I mean having that. I mean, obviously it wasn't mounted. It was a doe, but right. uh, but I, I just remember my dad being excited, me being excited, just having that opportunity and. That's it's it. Those are just good coming of age stories to remember. You're right. And I to think reflect it, on. Yeah, I think that's a good point you bring up in terms of just coming of age experiences. You know, it really was. Yeah. And that, that's something that you'll never forget. That's something you always hold near and dear to your heart of of just experiences, childhood experiences, whatever. You know, that's something yeah. you'll never forget. Agreed. Uh, and you know, later on in my life, I I bought a bought my own bow and. You know, went out by myself one day, and it, it's funny, the story that I think of, I, it was so early in the morning, uh, and you know, when you go out in the woods at, at night or when it's still dark out, you think you know your surroundings, but it's mm-hmm. still iffy, and yeah. I remember just, you know, walking up there thinking I knew where my tree stand's at, and I didn't, uh, so I just said, you know, forget it, I'll just sit by this tree, and I sat by a tree, and I remember with my... Bo, a deer walked out behind me, and I stood up and then turned around and just shot it with my bow on the ground, which is kind of a hard thing to do just because mm-hmm. you're on the ground, and, and you know, obviously they are too. But uh, I remember dad was on midnights, and he still came out and helped me track it. Uh, and we tracked it all afternoon until we found it. As soon as we found it, we gutted it, and he had to get ready for work. And you know, it's just one of those dad things you'll just yeah. I'll always remember is, you know, For he sure. woke up early, you know, and and uh, well, that, helped me track it. And, well, that makes it just as just as special that yeah. he was that excited to still do that, yeah, regardless of circumstances. I think and, he was upset that he couldn't go, but still the fact that he helped me track it uh, was, was big and yeah. played a big role in that memory. But, you know, it's it's just one of those things, man. I think, um, you know, Definitely. coming from Appalachia, I think a lot of people could agree a lot of their memories come from come from being in the outdoors, whether it's hunting, fishing, whatever it may be. Yeah. You know, there's always some memories somewhere. Yeah, for sure. So we've, we've talked about 
hunting experiences like that that first time like but that that first kill or whatever but yeah fishing stories like what's what's your most favorite fishing story in, in your lifetime you know and i think about this often i think my favorite fishing story was we went to uh my dad took me on the boat to to a lake um here in west virginia and we're sitting there, and Dad's changing his lures every so often. And I was the type when I was a kid, if if they weren't biting on like the third cast, I'd tell Dad like, "Please change, change it, change my lure." And Dad'd be like, "Cody, just just keep fishing." You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. I know he didn't want to piddle around, change my lure every two seconds. <laughs> and uh, I remember this one day we were at uh, Woodrum Lake, and uh, we're we're sitting there and. We're fishing out on his boat, and I told Dad, I said, I-, I want this lure. And, you know, I was young. I didn't know. He said, Cody, you don't want to fish with this lure. You know, it's, it's like com- some kind of jig or something like that. I mean, it, it wouldn't have worked in this lake. You know yeah. what I mean? So, yeah. But I was insistent. I told Dad, I was like, I want this. I want this. Da, da, da. And so finally he was like, you know, okay. And he hooked it up. He's like, I'm telling you, I'm not going to catch anything, though. I was like, all right. You know, it happens. Well, I get there, and, you know, I throw out this jig. And uh, <laughs> I throw out this jig, and I throw it right right beside this tree that had fallen down in the water. Yeah. And I sit there, I'm jigging it up and down, and all of a sudden, you know, something snatches it. And I set the hook, I bring it up. You know, we were bass fishing that day. I yeah. pull it out, and it was a walleye. <laughs> and this thing, you know, had razor-sharp teeth. And at first, when I set the hook, my dad's like, see, you got snagged on a log. Like, I told you, Cody, this would happen. And all of a sudden, you know, this walleye starts to come out of the water. And it, and it was a decent-sized walleye. And I pull it out of the water, and dad's like, holy shit. <laughs> so, you know, he put some gloves on and, and grabbed it around the, you know, around the back and took his pliers and ripped the hook out. But that, that's one of my favorite fishing stories because I remember just dad line you know putting that on my line he's just like you're not gonna catch anything and then probably two casts in i i reel in this you know decent sized walleye with (laughs) sharp ass teeth and dad's like oh god i don't want to take this off the hook uh so that's always been kind of one of my favorite fishing stories that i that i've told and you know we've we've taken some uh you know we we used to do when we go to florida with some relatives we do deep sea fishing stuff and that was always cool that that was really cool to i think it was just because it was a different atmosphere and because it was just completely different than what we're used to yeah yeah not only high or the fight yeah the fight is the fight is completely different too yeah you know what i mean just uh i don't know it's uh it's really neat i've watched my brother you know one of those deep sea things just another story i remember is he had caught a i'm not lying he caught a flying fish you know, these fish, you catch it, and they're really small, but they'll come out of the water, out of the ocean, will hover above the water for a while. And he caught it, and as he was reeling it in, uh, mahi-mahi lashed onto it. No kidding. So Tad was reeling in the mahi-mahi. Well, right behind it was a shark. So, <laughs> like, I'm not lying. I remember, the, I remember the guide sitting there just watching it happen. Uh, and they were urging Tad, like, you got to hurry and reel this thing in because if not, it's going to be gone. Like, that, sh- you're going to be reeling in a shark. Yeah. And they did not want that. So they that, didn't want to unhook that? Yeah. <laughs> kind of like my dad unhooking a walleye, except Times 12. bigger. Uh, but no, that, that, those are a couple stories I just always remember yeah. being a part of. What about you? Man, like, I mean, of, of course, just in our corner 
Appalachia. We're we're on we're we're along the Ohio River. So life along the Ohio River is kind of unique in itself within yeah. Appalachia. I feel like I mean there's life, social life is built along river life. They, yeah, for, I agree. for the most part. And I, agree. And, I mean, if you you know anybody and everybody that actually has a, a river lot or lives there along the river, but uh, I was with my grandpa and we went over to one of his friend's places that had a river lot. Yeah. And I was like, Papa, I'm gonna I'll take my fishing pole with me. He's like, All right. And I mean, if you don't know me, I'm not really the most avid angler. Yeah. Uh, to walk the <laughs> the hills of West Virginia no. by any means. Yeah. Nah, nah, I'm really not terrible at fishing. Yeah. But anyway, so so here I am. I'm like 11 or 12, and I'm like, I'm gonna go down here and cast out Papa. I just I, I literally have night crawlers. Like, and it's like two o'clock in the afternoon in the summer, so it's like. Right. Sweltering like, hot. Gonna, yeah, like Papa, Papa's up top with his blue jeans and like button up flannel because yeah. he's a badass. Right. Like just drinking beer with with his friends. Yeah. So I cast out. I'm hanging out there for a little while, and next thing I know, I'm getting a bite. I'm like, oh, oh crap. Yeah. Oh crap! I start reeling in. I'm like, Papa, yeah. Papa, <laughs> hey, what do I do? Papa, what do I do? What do I do with my hands? I don't, I don't know. I'm not a fisherman. Yeah. No, I I, I reel in. Like, I mean, it was a decent. I'm not gonna say it's like. <laughs> Yeah, that, that sucks at fishing, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, I, I really need a decent-sized catfish. Yeah. I mean, it was just... I mean, what what made it the best was just that my papa was there. Yeah. Just one of those memories that tied you to somebody. So. And, Rightfully so. I mean, there was nothing extravagant about it. I mean, it was probably maybe a 20-inch long catfish. Yeah. Maybe weighed 10 pounds. Yeah. It, it was not a monster by any right. means for the high river, but yeah. it was just one of those special moments. Yeah. One of those things you hold near and dear to your heart, regardless of whether you're an avid outdoorsman or not. You know, it's like yeah, yeah. It's like I said, just uh, just being out there and, and doing that, and those are just memories, regardless. You know, whether you like doing it or not. Yeah, uh, it's kind of like you know, it's kind of like today. You know, I went over to that cove and cast out, and caught a bass, and Carson got to see uh, a different type of fish. You know what I mean? Yeah, he got he to caught, see. He caught five. Bluegill, caught five bluegill, and even yeah. learn how to take bluegill off the hook. But yeah. even even learn how to like lip a bass. Like, well, you know, you don't grab it by the back; you grab it by the lip, and you, yeah. you take the hook out that way. Yeah. But it's nice, you know, as you get older, you you kind of appreciate the things you've learned uh, from whether it be a grandfather or, or a dad or mom or grandma, whatever it may be. You know, showing up here today and knowing how to tie hook yeah you know knowing how to bait a worm knowing how to put a sinker on and and knowing how to do these things just one of those things that that you know i always know and i always understand how to do but just being able to uh, being able how to do it you know because it was taught to us yeah and then then i hope one day he's in this boat that we're sitting here talking yeah with his own podcast Well, with his neighbor. Yeah, with his. I hope, I hope he has this relationship. But that'd be sweet. Nah, and, and it's funny because we, even after talking to the fishing stories and hunting stories and stuff, we, we just started talking about heirlooms yeah. outside of just memories. Yeah. Because um, uh, Cody kind of commented on on a pocket knife that I brought, and uh, which is just it's literally just a buck knife that I had bought when when I was working in Denver, Colorado. Oh, what's that, Carson? You drink a lot of daddy juice. I drink a lot of daddy juice. Yeah. yeah. I might get a belly ache tomorrow. <laughs> That's good. That's be all right. But no, no, just talking about this bug knife that I, that I got when I was in Colorado. And I kind of 
hear it like like I, I didn't hear it a lot of pocket knives were like Muffa Falls and, and, and everybody growing up and, and but those weren't ones that like he, they really used. Right. And I I kind of favor this one because this is kind of like the my everyday pocket knife that I would carry when I can't carry it. Just knowing that like one day I can kinda of pass that on to him or yeah. to maybe one of his kids. Yeah. Just know that like it's being oh, that's, family. that's what my papa yeah, and stuff like that. I don't know. It's one of those cool things that I think I think a lot of dads. I mean, everywhere. Yeah. Much kind of yeah. along along the way. I agree. I agree. I think uh, you know. I think it's something that you know. I, you know, I feel happy and lucky to what be able to sit here and watch you know Carson fish and and be here with you all. I'm glad you invited me, and I'm glad I got to be here with it. And, what yeah. is it? But it is a stretch worm. It's an edge worm. Do you like it? Uh, you want to keep it? You want to take it home to mommy? Uh, okay. I'm not going to be super scared. Yeah, mommy you will be, be scared. Well, be easy. Why? You don't squeeze him. Just squeeze the guts out of him. Nope. He's gone. Going back home, huh? But no, you know, if you guys have any precious moments you guys want to share with us, just to, you know, get a conversation started on Facebook, Instagram, whatever it may be, Gabe and I, what, what's happened last year are on there. And what's happened last year? What's happened last year? Uh, we're there, and we're definitely there to, to listen to you guys and, and converse or, or keep a conversation what's going with you guys. So if you guys want to get at us, we also have an email at whatsappalachian at gmail.com. You guys can hit us up there and, and, you know, share with us what what are your favorite stories of the outdoors or what are your favorite stories of of growing up in Appalachia? Yeah, yeah. We'll share those. We'll definitely share them out. This episode is powered by West Virginia Can't Wait.